You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 547. It's all the little things. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 547, and it's just filled with with owls and and Daffy Duck and, and all kinds of weird things because I, – actually, I don't know why. Why is that, Gaz? Well, it's not filled with anything at the moment. Mind you, that's the same every week, I suppose we could say. Um, it, it's because <laughs> – See, now it has now, owls. Now it's filled with owls. Very <laughs> much. Oh, yeah, except that doesn't really make a very good show title. No. Sure. My Mac Podcast 547. It's filled with owls. <laughs> I don't think anyone would expect anything less from us. That's true. That's true. Though something they won't be expecting, ha ha ha, bringing it back to the show notes, is uh, next week. You and I are doing uh, Allison Sheridan's Nocillacast podcast hosted at well, podfeet.com. According, according to all the reports I've heard, it's you that's doing it. So, Yeah, I don't I, know why I, she I, doesn't mention I can, it. I can sit back and relax. That's what I can do. <laughs> sit there and go, I am not speaking with Guy today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it'll be like an extended chit chat across the pond for however long we we manage to do the show. I'm I'm going to leave you to it. I'm going to just sit back, and when you call me in, I'll I'll be there for you, baby. <laughs> well, excellent, because I could not fill that show all by myself. <sighs> <laughs> but there will be there will be some content here at uh, at mymac.com. Now now something. That uh, Tim Robertson, the you know the creator of this podcast and the website, uh, did quite some time ago uh, was a kind of a, a my Mac podcast best of show, and he had done it. The, you know the original plan was he was going to do it for shows uh, one hundred to sorry show zero to one hundred, and I I think. Uh, he and I were going to do together 100 to 200 and then David Cohen and I were going to do 200 to 300 and then all the, all the best of shows after that you and I would do. And so he did his bit. He did like two, two good best of shows. And then I pretty much didn't do squat. <laughs> so, well, you know, the, the problem is for us is every show is a best of show. And (laughs) I don't know if that's, if that's good or bad, but, uh, yeah, it would be really, really, you know, now I think way, way, way back. If we hit the way back machine, we actually did have a best of show with stuff that you and I had done. Uh, I think it was like in the three thirties or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. You put one together, which I was, uh, I was, when I heard it, I was, (laughs) I was extremely impressed. I have to say, well, it's it's a lot in, of in work. So much, in so much as that we had content that was that good. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you do something for 
as long as you and I and and Tim and and you know the rest of the people yeah, here on the it's going to be good at some point. <laughs> at some point it's going to be gold it's at some point at some point yes at yes, some, at some point. point it is definitely going to be <laughs> but uh so for next week I'm going to uh, I'll put in like an intro and, and I'll break it up in a couple of of bits to to put in uh you know spotlight network uh, or sorry, stoplight. God, what is ah, stoplight network? Uh, an ad and, and things along those lines. But it's going to be, and this is a real blast from the past. Uh, some of the great content that uh, original hosts of the MyMac.com podcast, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry, did back in you know 2004, 2005, long, long, long time ago. So that's what's going to be coming next week. And if if you must have your weekly dose of the insanity that is Guy and Gaz, all you have to do is go and, and get the Nocillacast podcast number. I don't even know what the number is off the top of my head. I'll, I'll look it up as we're, as we're doing the show. And uh, you'll be able to hear us there. Yes. Cool. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So what are you up to? Um, well, mainly this week, I have been, I've got to say, I've uh, been playing with, um, <laughs> when I say this week, actually today, if I'm honest. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to record um, the sound effects LP that I've got um, onto my MacBook Air. However, <laughs> I found out that the MacBook Air has a headphone port and it is just that. Not a combined output and input port, just a headphone port. So I'm wait, wait, wait. This is on your, your MacBook Air. I thought I thought yeah. that the MacBook Air and the Mac Mini had that combined port. Mm. Well, that's what I thought until I plugged it in, and it's just not seeing it. It's only got an internal microphone. Now, remember, I've got a 2011 MacBook Air, so it may be that on the later ones, it is now. Uh, correct, but it's not on the one that I've got. So I'm a little bit, a little bit confused as to how to go forward with this. To be perfectly honest with you, but I'll I'll work out a way to record some of those effects. Well, well how did you how did you uh, try? How did you have it set up? What? How did I have what? Set well, because you had you had a record player, and you took the yeah going through my amp, going through my amp, and then I've got an aux port on my amp, which has got a, a three point five mil. Uh, auxiliary port, which uh, can do the output, which I've done before. Okay, can I ask you uh, something real quick? I, I don't know if you have the, the cable that you use there with you. The, uh, the the end that you stuck into the MacBook Air, there's, uh, on all of these 3.5 millimeter uh, jacks, there's a series of, like, black rings on them. You're going to ask me how many it's got? Yes. I can't tell you. It's downstairs. Okay. Okay. Well, if it only has two, then well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've used this to to record out elsewhere. So I'll, I will check that. But if it's only got two, then I haven't got enough. Right. You, you need another ring. One ring to rule them all. <laughs> My precious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll check that out and see if that's going to work. And also, driving home yesterday from a six-hour round trip to referee in the southwest. Um, which, in fact, I've had my report back today, and I got a great big tick, so I'm very pleased. 
I was told actually. I usually ahead, take those me. off my dog when they, you know, they're big ticks. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. Uh, the guy said to me, actually, <laughs> you're one of the fitter refs I've seen. I'm thinking, crikey, you normally watch younger refs. So great big smile on my face. Anyway, when I was coming back, uh, there was a diversion on the uh, one of the motorways. It said uh, junction tennis shot, and <laughs> I suddenly remembered that ah. I need to come off the main road that I'm on at the moment, uh, go onto the motorway, which was Junction 9, whip up the motorway, come off Junction 10. However, as Junction 10 was shut, as Junction 10 was shut, I had to take a diversionary route. And that diversionary route was a route that I hadn't normally taken. So I quickly grabbed the phone. Well, the phone was actually already on my... Um, on my, uh, um, on the, the front of my car. No. <laughs> <laughs> In my car, on the dashboard. Okay. Because I've got a, you know, I've got a, um, a <laughs> the worms have left me tonight. <laughs> Anyway, I got the phone in front of me and I, I quickly put in go home, you know, got maps up quickly, pressed home and it took me through and it, I was only 10 minutes later. So, it, and it was quite a, a big diversion. So thumbs up for, for maps on the phone and uh, for getting me on the diversion. It actually came up with an alternate, alternative route once it had initially done the, um, the initial uh, route that it came up with. So it's obviously looking at um, the traffic situations as well. So big thumbs up from that. Wait, so uh, it was today, three hours to get there and three hours to get back? About three hours, ten to get back. Wow, that's that's quite a ways to go in the UK. Yeah, well, it is actually, yeah. You're very true. It is quite a ways to go, especially just to referee a game, which I don't get paid for. There you go. <laughs> As compa- yeah, because you had to get back and, and do this podcast that you don't get paid yeah. for. Yeah, well, that's why, I, that's why I came back yesterday. <laughs> Else I'd never be doing it today. Anyway, today I've also been cleaning up my iPhoto library. I've been deleting all my duplicates and I've been sorting out my hard drive as well because with reference to our conversation last week um, about speed and where to store my iPhoto library. Uh, I've decided to move it back onto the SSD, but I've got far too much rubbish on my hard drive and I'm going through and clearing it up. But uh, I thought actually with photos coming out relatively soon, and I think I noted you've tried 10 point something, well, point three, so you can try photos, Yeah, which I think I'll, I'll have to do the same thing. I, I think well, um, you have, I thought, well, you I have the I'd MacBook get, air. So you could you could put yeah, it on that. Yeah, I could that. try on that. Yeah, I could put it on that. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd um, I'd clear out my photo library as well, deleting the duplicates and sorting that out. So I've been having fun doing that today. And uh, yes, the thirty eight thousand photos I've got in my <laughs> iPhoto library are about four hundred and thirty gigabytes. And I now have, after a bit of a clear out, six hundred gigabytes available on my SSD. Although I will actually be clearing that out a little bit more and I should have about I think I could probably clear out another hundred gigabytes of, of stuff. A stuff which could probably just move to a you know the actual where the photos are at the moment so they can just be stored in case it's Yeah, I mean if it's just documents and stuff you, you could yeah, actually yeah, take yeah. your entire documents folder and your downloads folder and all the rest of that, put that on the regular hard drive and then just have um uh short not shortcuts, uh aliases on the main yep. drive that point right to it. So it's, well, I may well do. I may well do that. But at, at this point in time, um, 
At this point in time, I, I, you know, I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do on that score, but we shall, we shall, we shall sort that out. Well, are you going to leave them on the SSD? I've got some, the, the reason, the, well, probably not. I mean, the problem with the documents is they're not the ones that take up the bulk of the site, you know, the space. It's, it's other stuff like videos and photos, which my daughters have gotten. There is one game, actually, which takes six gigabytes and I'm going to speak to my daughters and say, do you ever go in and play this game anymore? What is it? Should I tell you what it is? Yeah. The Sims, the Sims 3. Oh. <laughs> Six gigabytes. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask the question and say, if you don't ever play that, it's going. It's six gigabytes, and it's sitting there doing nothing, so it can go. So well, yeah. you could again, you could because the, the thing about games like that, the the, the part that takes the longest is the original load, and once it's loaded, it's it's pretty much you know just doing some swap and and uh, whatever is is. Yeah, but if I don't play it, guy, kill it. I don't I don't want it sitting there. Even you know, trying to transfer it so that you know the bulk of the data is sitting somewhere right. else. They're not using it. Well, why can't it why can't they so just put it? Why can't they just put it on their their laptops or whatever Mac it is they're using? Claire doesn't have a a MacBook, and she's the one that's at home now. Oh, oh, oh! I thought she had a laptop. I thought you were getting no, her a laptop. The, that's that's the that's the one that's at uni. Well, how old is Claire? Uh, Claire is eighteen. Uh, oh, is she going to uni or? She will be next year. Yeah. Okay. So then she'll get her own machine. If she does, if she, yeah, precisely. And if she doesn't play at the moment, it's going, man. It's not staying on my machine. It's taking up space. uh, And you know, uh, kill it, kill it, (laughs) kill it with fire. Well, not fire, because that would probably make a mess out of the machine, wouldn't it? (laughs) What are you trying to do to me? Uh, I don't know. These are just things that pop into my head as we do this show every week. Well, as as you said, I I have installed ten ten three on my laptop, and the really the only reason why I did it was to play play around with photos a little bit. Now I'm I don't have nearly as many uh, f- photographs as you do, even here on on my main Mac Pro. My my wife has has many many more photographs, but I did have enough on the laptop from when traveling and and syncing up to to that machine when I'm out and about. To, to have a couple to play with. And I've got to say, the, the Photos app is, is really just so far above everything that Apple had given us with iPhoto. Now, I, I've never used Aperture, so I, I don't really have a basis for comparison to, to that. But as far as, I mean, this is a big step up for editing and uh, really just general usability uh, over iPhotos. It's just so much better. I like it. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I, I mean, I said this right at the very start. Uh, hands up here. You know, you can bow down to me at any time if you want to. I do that about every five minutes or so. But because we don't do video, you can't see it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I thought, from an iPhoto perspective, of course, that I was really looking forward to uh, photos coming along. And from the sound of it... Gaz, you are absolutely right. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I don't have that ready. And yeah. <laughs> and I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. And uh, I, th- I think it'll be good. I think it'll be absolutely uh, cracking. Gaz, so, you are absolutely right. See? <laughs> It's the little things, folks. It's the yeah. little things. 
Well, shall we, uh, shall we go over to the MyMac.com articles? Or you got something else? Um, no, I think we could, we could probably uh, whip over to the MyMac articles. Most definitely, that would be a good idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll take the first one. Uh, it's... Do you, okay. You, I'll tell you what, Guy. Yeah. You take the first one. Okay. So the first one is take control of iCloud. This is a book review by Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. It has been so long since we've been able to use some of these. Thank you for, for writing an article, Elisa. <laughs> uh, if you're in a hurry, here's the one sentence review of take control of iCloud. That was it. No, I'm just kidding. If you have any confusion or questions about iCloud, buy this book. For those of you with a few extra minutes, go over to the website and read the full review. Okay, next is Impeka Bamboo Bluetooth Keyboard. This is a review by Nom G. Morosky. What's the message? Well, this is the message. It's available in four <laughs> colorful combinations. This exceptional Bluetooth wireless keyboard from Impeka adds style and renewable materials to the staid universe of input devices. <sighs> well, that was a big sentence. Yeah. Pairing is easy with Macintosh, iPad, and iPhone. Key response and performance are excellent. A built-in battery holds its charge for weeks and goes to sleep mode when dormant. Rubber feet keep the lightweight keyboard in place while in use. Go over and read the full review from Mr. Nom Jimorowski. And next up is uh, the Creative Muvo, which is a mini portable water-resistant wireless speaker. Another one of those names that just rolls off the tongue. This is a review by... This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? Well, the message is that Creative's new Muvo Mini Go Anywhere speaker is the best new audio product my Mac has reviewed so far this year. Well, that's a bold statement. It looks good, sounds great, has decent Bluetooth wireless range, and is water resistant. You can take a shower with Muvo. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Bring it with you when you go camping and use it. Everywhere you want, everywhere you want full spectrum personal audio. The low price is remarkable, and four oh they got colors spelled wrong here. Four colors are available. <laughs> no, actually, they've got it spelled right. I changed. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know that? <laughs> I don't know. How did you know that? Um, I'm, I'm so sick of touch mini boom bops. But will you let me finish? I will. <laughs> think, geek, think geek touch mini boom box speaker. This is a review by Nom Jimo Roski. This is Nom Jimo. What's the message? Get a workout. This is. This is the message, yeah. This little giant is the easiest external wireless speaker in the world to use with your phone, iPod Touch, or other compatible audio source equipment. Charge the lightweight speaker using the included USB micro cable or your iOS um, or cable with your iOS uh, other charger unit and switch on the speaker's power. Place in place your iWhatever in the Touch Mini Boombox speaker slot 
and either stand the combo pair upright or lay them down on your table or desk or dresser or nightstand. Done. Go over and read the full review. And next up is the uh, TV Hi-Fi Wireless Headphone System. This is a review by... This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. And that makes me so happy. Sennheiser's new wireless RS-175 headphones provide excellent sound quality, and they contain several features and <gasps> surprises that aren't obvious where to go at first glance. These headphones are primarily for personal use with your home entertainment century. <laughs> When connected to your TV, are you going to go through the all of our show notes and change all the words to UK spellings? <laughs> <laughs> when connected to your TV, they provide great sound wirelessly with two levels of surround sound simulation, as well as a bass accentuation setting. Did I say that right? Accentuation setting. Okay. The explosions. Just, just get off of there. Okay. The explosions in your fave variety movies and TV shows will be even more realistic and percussive. Tech fan number two hundred. Two hundred. Impressive title, wasn't it? Yeah. Tim, David and Owen discuss VR and AR technology, Owen's new job, racism and the effects of the internet. Our 200th episode and an iBook. Yeah, have you listened to this one yet? Yeah. The discussion that they had with the old G3 iBook, I found that fascinating. Yes. Yeah, I think we got, I think we got some Skype delay here today. Damn your Skype. Got, we, we do have we do have some delay, so we might have to fix that at, at the first break. Yeah. Which is coming up very soon, very soon. And if you would like to write for mymac.com, all you have to do is send an email to oh damn damn damn. Here we go. All you have to do is send an email to This is Nam Gmo. What's the message? The message is send it to Nemo at mymac.com. And anything you write, we will talk about here on the show, whether you really want us to or not. That's what we do. <laughs> um, okay. The G-Men get very, very sociable. Ugh. Well, sort of sociable. Yeah. Yeah, Carl Madden and Guy keep plugging away at the Maltese Cube audio script, and Guy posts a screenshot of the upcoming Dead Trees version. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Guy keeps ugging away. <laughs> plugging. G -g 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 -g. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, um, well, actually, you know, I'm going to wait because it has to do with, with my pick this week. So I w I'm not going to go any farther with that. Uh, Gary Apter posts the pick of all the connections going to his OWC Thunderbolt dock and says it's rock solid. And he gives thanks and praise to, well, Gaz. So thanks and praise there, Gaz. Yeah, that's, that's very nice of him. Thanks, 
Gary, I hope it's doing the job. Mine certainly is doing the job. And I've got a few pieces of information about those speeds that we were talking about last week. So more about that a little bit later. Apparently, we've only got 148 liquors. It seems we lost one. Uh, sorry, Guy, I didn't mean to do that. Well, that's okay. You know, those, those liquors, those licks come and go. <sighs> and I, I mean, think uh, I mean I, th- I didn't I didn't mean I didn't mean to unlike us is what I meant but oh see I was confused what else is new get us out of <laughs> no, here yeah no change there <laughs> oh everyone stand by to stand by and we'll be right back to video games well check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network there's club nintendo club playstation club xbox and club steam whether you love mario love halo love crash bandicoot or just love some good old-fashioned pc gaming make sure to check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network these shows are weekly shows where we'll catch up on what we're playing what uh, new stories are on that platform this week and much, much more, all revolving around the wonderful world of video games. So check out Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam right here on the Stoplight Network. This is Carl Madden from the Mac and Fall podcast, and I do listen to Guy and Gaz and draw a lot of inspiration from them for my show, The Poor Unfortunate Sods. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the My Mac podcast, and this is the second section of number 547. And I hope we've got our delay sorted, because it was giving both Guy and I a bit of a well, a bit of a pain in the first half of the show, or the first third of the show, I should say. Yeah, but um, I, I, I just I just put some cream on and it was fine. Good, good. I'm glad. Yep. It's, all the um, irritation is gone. Yeah, just if <laughs> if in doubt, hemorrhoid cream. That's, That's right. Stuff. Yeah. It does not make a good pie topping, though. <laughs> Do you know that from experience? <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Steve. Appreciate that. All right. Resist it. We um we don't really have a big central thing to, to talk about this week, but we, we do have lots of, of little things and we'll see where it takes us. Uh first up on and this will probably be after uh well actually it'll definitely be after because it's tomorrow. Uh March ninth because today is March 8th as we record this, Apple is having an event and it's most likely, actually it's pretty much a given that it's going to be the Apple Watch. Uh, what and else? Just to jump in there, I'm actually doing a reaction time podcast with Mike Potter and Barry Folk and Eric Erickson, which we, we, we normally try to get through to, to do a reaction time one where we basically watch the 
well, when we used to do it back in 2008, when is, which is when we started, you'd watch the bloggers coming through on the, right. on the websites. But now, obviously, they stream it live. So we tend to try and watch it live, watch the bloggers and comment and talk about it. And Mike's actually had people <laughs> contact him and say, when they watch it, they tend to watch it again with our commentary over the top. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be funny. And, it is. Uh, it well, is. you didn't mention the podcast name, though. It's uh, the My Mac. It's the My Mac podcast. That's the one we're on. You stupid person, you Gary. Stupid boy. <laughs> Who's this Gary person I talk of? I don't know. Um, it's the person that will probably be on the For Mac Eyes Only podcast. Yep. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it your phone? Yeah. No. 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 I, I I killed the phone before we got started. Though it was weird, you know. Going completely off topic, but that's okay. Um, when Gaz and I first first got together this afternoon, just as we connected, my phone started ringing because I hadn't disconnected it yet. So, and I couldn't hear him at first, but then all of a sudden, I heard telephone is ringing, which is what he does when I'm stupid and and don't disconnect my phone. <sighs> so. <laughs> So the, the the event tomorrow is definitely going to be uh, about the the Apple Watch, and uh, watch what watch? There's a watch. Yeah, I'm watching. You didn't tell me. I'm watching the me. Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah. It's the Apple Watch. Watch Apple Watch squared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. W two. Well, that would be the Apple Watch. Watch watch. Well, <laughs> where, where am I going with it? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's ah. going to be a watch. It's going to be a watch-centric keynote. We think. Yeah, that's, that, I think that's a given. Well, do you think that they well, might introduce anything else? I mean, I've heard you know, things about uh, a new MacBook Air, possibly a Retina MacBook Air. Mm, no, I've got a feeling the majority of it's going to be about the watch and possibly a, a hint at some improvements in software. And do you know what? I it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if Mister Tim Cook. Puts a little side note in there, a little comedic value side note about a possible flying car. <laughs> that would be funny. That would I, and that would be like the Jetsons. <laughs> but it, 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 you know, it. I, I think they'd put you know some glib statement in there about uh, about cars and uh, things like that. We'll have to wait and see, but it wouldn't surprise me. I think. But any anything else is going to be soft. Software centric. I don't think there's going to be any other hardware. I know a lot of people are, are hoping for, you know, a 12 inch uh, MacBook. Sorry, a yeah, 11 or 12 inch iPad Pro. Yeah, hands in the it. air for me. Or a, a MacBook Air, which is a 11, a 12 inch, which would you know? I think we had this big discussion some some few weeks ago about that. Yeah, I want one so bad, and you know, I'm I'm still hanging on to my third gen iPad and. I don't know if I'll get another one, and you know, unless there's like a major, major change, um, it being a little bit faster or having a touch sensor. That's that's just not enough. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the big thing for me. Which which phone have you got at the moment, guy? You mean iPad? Phone. Oh, I'm still on the five S. Right. So so you've got touch uh, touch um, ID on that. The, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me, and I'm often putting my finger over the power button on the iPad and then going, <laughs> where is it, man? 
Yeah, the the one thing that has improved with iOS has been more apps are now starting to use that touch sensor. And for me, having one password use it was huge. Because yeah. um, I use one password on my iPhone all the time. And yeah. instead of having to type in my you know 14 to 18 character one password ha, 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 i can just kind of put my thumb down and 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 it opens right up and it, it makes it much much more useful uh whether or not okay so sorry go on no i was just gonna say whether or not that would be enough to you know to to get an ipad air 2 which is the first ipad that that has the touch sensor i don't know um I was kind of originally I was saying, well, I'm not going to get a new iPad until it has 128 gigs of storage. And then they gave me 128 gigs of storage. And I said, well, I'm not going to get a new iPad until, you know, it has touch sensor. And yeah, then they gave me that too. And I'm not going to get a new iPad until it's a little bit bigger. So, you know, if they come out with a bigger iPad, it'll be, I'm not going to get an iPad until it comes with a new car. So I, I don't know. It's, I, and if he mentions that, you're in trouble. I know, I know. Is it? Oh, and it comes with a new Apple Car. <gasps> I'm so there. I'm so but pull, there. But pulling back uh, to tomorrow, yeah. Um, what do you think is going to be? Um, I mean, we all know the watch is coming. We all know the base price. Everybody's jumping up and down about the price of the top end, which is not really, you know, I don't think we have to worry about that too much because they're not going to be the, no, the millions that are sold. No. You know, it's going to be the it's going to be the two fifty upwards, which is or three fifty upwards, whatever it is, which are, are going to be the big movers. They're the ones which the, the where the numbers are. You know, they might sell you know a load of. Um, uh, gold watches, but they, you know, the big money is going to be down with the, the numbers. Of yeah. The overall. Yeah. Still, um, so what do we think? What are we looking for? Are we looking for a, obviously we're going to get a, a phone. They're going to tell us about some of the apps, tens of apps, hundreds of apps. Do you think they're going to mention and battery life? You know, it's this, these are the two biggies, which people are going to be looking for. Do you think? Uh, I think that the absolute biggest one, is going to be battery life. Uh, I think people that that may or may not be on the fence to to buy an Apple Watch are thinking about and and you know it's weird. Most of the kind of I I, I almost hesitate to call it a discussion uh, has been from uh, a lot of sites that don't typically focus on Apple or Apple products. And it, it's like they keep waiting for that major product that Apple releases to bomb so they can, you know, start up the Apple, you know, death watch again. But yeah. it's been, it's been, a, you know, even something that hasn't sold as well as what, and the weird thing is it, it has sold well. It is the number one seller in its segment, which is the Apple TV. But it hasn't sold in the kind of numbers that make people say, oh, well, this is the defining product for this segment. Because I, I don't think the Apple TV is. I, I think it's it's pretty much what Steve Jobs called it some number of years ago in that it's it's a hobby, that they're still kind of waiting for some of the other pieces to come into play to make the Apple TV that go-to product for your living room. Um, I have two and I'm relatively happy with them, but yeah, there's, I think there's still a lot of room for improvement, but I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But, but getting back to the watch, I, I think the the main thing that, that people are concerned about 
is the battery life. I, I don't think that there'll be much talk about apps other than the, the built-in ones that Apple has already created. You know, they may give some, uh, a little bit of time to say, oh, and developers have made, you know, blah, 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 number of apps. But I think most of the focus is going to be on the watch itself, its battery life, and the built-in apps that it comes with. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't, unfortunately, I can't. I, I'd love to disagree with you, but you, that. But I, but, but I was so succinct and, and smart. <laughs> Sorry, oh, it's just anytime I say my name and smart, a, a blood vessel in my brain bursts. So yeah, does in mine. As well. It hurts. It hurts really, really bad. But yeah, <laughs> the because uh, I'm not going to get one. Certainly, certainly not yet. It it's. To me, it's not all that. I was actually in uh, a Best Buy yesterday, and I was looking at, at all the, the Android Wear products that are there. And as I was looking at them and, and seeing, you know, oh, well, it does this and it does that. It was still like, uh, you know, it's it does everything that the phone in your pocket does. And that yeah. that's not going to sell me a $350 device. That's sorry. That starts at three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I'm more interested in the, you know, what else they may be talking about. I wonder if they're going to actually release ten ten three tomorrow. I think. Um, yeah, I think there's going to, as, as I hinted at the start, I think there's going to be more reference to some software. So you know, along with this, I think there's going to have to be some software release to to go with it to kind of link in and it, the the although it's a matter of when will they release it? When will the phone be available? If it's available immediately, the then we're going to see some. Yeah, the watch. If the watch <laughs> is available, so what did I say? You said phone. Sorry, if the watch <laughs> is available immediately, then uh, I think there'll be some software available relatively quickly. But if it's not available for a week or a couple of weeks or a month, then the software will be mentioned. But that obviously may come out anywhere between tomorrow and uh, and the release of the f- f- watch. <laughs> the f- watch, <laughs> and, and that's F W A T C H. F- watch the if the if watch f- watch <laughs> the f- watch. Um. Something else that kind of caught my eye is that uh, finally after five years since the last release, uh, Microsoft is talking about Office for the Mac 2016. And five years. It's been five <laughs> years since Microsoft released a new version for the Mac. Now, Microsoft, Microsoft. <laughs> now, they, they've got... Uh, the Microsoft Office for iOS, and uh, have you have you tried that? Have you tried that out? I I haven't actually. I haven't. It's, it's funny because I was on I was on the podcast with um, uh, Barbie Shots, the Let's Talk Apple for yeah, February. I haven't listened and, to that. Um, yet. We 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 quickly mentioned that, and um, we kind of thought that perhaps you know they're kind of a bit late. What they'd been on, bit, in iOS? You mean? Yeah, yeah. They kind of missed the boat. Well, you know, I I think that that we're talking about Office for iOS is that I don't really think they've missed the boat. Uh, I think that Microsoft has been kind of smart in in waiting to release that until I think they were kind of hedging their bets until they saw what mobile platform 
was going to be more along the lines of what the Enterprise wanted. And so far, the vast majority of Enterprise users that use mobile devices seem to be using iOS devices. Now, at, at that point, because honestly, if it had been if it had been Android, would there have been any point of at all of releasing Office for iOS? I don't think so. I don't think they would have bothered. But with with the news that Apple is teaming up with IBM and coming out with some enterprise apps there, uh, I, I think Microsoft is just trying to keep their hands in as, as many of the pies as they possibly can. And I think to, I think they had to wait for a new CEO as well to come along. <laughs> yeah. Well, was, oh, what you think Steve Jobs would have just like lost his mind? Mm-mm, I'm. Not talking about Steve Jobs, I'm thinking about Steve Ballmer. Really. Oh, oh, Steve Ballmer. Yeah, the the Steve from hell. Um, I have used Office for iOS, and there is a free version. You don't have to buy it, but you That's all right. you can do if you don't buy it, all you can pretty much do is is uh, view documents. You can't really do any editing. But I do have the the full version of Office for iOS, and it is very very nice. I I was yeah, I'm, impressed. I'm hearing that. Yeah, I am hearing that. Now, uh, talking about Office for the Mac that's coming up, uh, the the big update seems to be uh, the user interface. They've taken some bits and pieces of what they've done with uh, the Windows OS and what they've done with Office for Windows, and have have kind of crafted it toward the the Mac market and obviously I don't have Office for Mac 2016 and I, I would love to get a developer's copy but regardless just from the uh, the screenshots that I've seen uh, it seems a lot cleaner it seems a little bit easier to use now anyone who uses Office for Windows uh, knows about the ribbon interface which honestly is just in my mind, dreadful. It's, I don't like the ribbon interface. Um, I use it because that's what they give me. But the way that it's set up uh, in the, the screenshots that I've seen for the Mac, it's still the ribbon, but it just seems to be laid out a little bit differently. And it looks a little bit cleaner to me. And I like that. Um, and of course, the the other big push is to Microsoft's OneDrive cloud service. Uh, something I was reading online was that it almost seems like they're trying to push people to use OneDrive rather than local storage. Okay. So, uh, it, well, everybody's going that way. You know why? No. Well, because eventually people will have to buy more. Um, space storage. and then they'll yeah storage and then there'll be a drip 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 of money coming in on a monthly basis well maybe but Microsoft already gives you at least at this point uh, I think one terabyte of online storage if you have the, the Office 365 yeah, but, yes, subscription they can draw those people in they'll think oh this is really easy I'll put other stuff there as well and other stuff there well and maybe you know, where that, you know where that takes you to Big Brother. <laughs> Actually, I don't know where. Where does that take us? More money. Oh, more mo money. More money, bar. But um, as as far as as Office for the Mac 2016, 
I'm I'm glad that they're finally doing it. And based on what I've seen, I, I kind of like the way the interface looks. Uh, I do have the OneDrive cloud service myself. I don't know if I would use it for anything other than Microsoft documents. You know, one thing I would love to see, and I think somebody makes it, and I just can't think of what the name of it is, is some bit of software that will put all of these cloud services together so that we can easily just kind of switch between them and find what it is we want. And I don't know if there's anything out there that that's quite like that. I know in Finder, you can, you know, in the sidebar, put various shortcuts to some of these, but it's not, it's not kind of elegant. Um, maybe, but you know, maybe we are moving to a more cloud centric type of computing environment where it's, you know, I hate to say it, but it, it, it almost it it would almost end up being like kind of like Google Chrome, where you have a, a a browser that kind of serves as your you know to put it in Mac terms the Finder, and everything else is uh, stored online. Well, that's exactly what um, I think Microsoft Microsoft would love that because obviously they don't make much money any money out of hardware. They do have some products, but I'm not sure they make much money out of them. No, yeah, I've. I, have you played with the Surface at all? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't touched it at all. I've. I've played with a little bit, and I guess this kind of comes back to my absolute hatred of Windows Eight. It. It's just not a good experience for me. I. I just don't see the point of having a desktop uh, operating system that is touch sensitive. I. I just don't see it. All of the apps are basically created for a keyboard mouse environment. So why? Why do that? I know that yeah. um, I guess Surface has been selling okay, but most of the other companies that have come out with like all-in-ones that have like touch screens and all that, they've been taking a bath on them. They, they're not selling very well at all. Anyway. The- yeah. The the last. I, 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 Go ahead. I would like I I would like to try uh, Office three six five. I must admit I would like to try that. Um, I'm not sure that it, but but of course I didn't have to. If they're going to be bringing out um, Office for Mac 2016, then I'm going to have to look at the cost of that over getting a subscription, which will give me five basically five users, uh, five user licenses, which right. could be useful. Now, if the Office for Mac uh, 2016 uh, 2016 gives you. Um, the ability to be able to use it on multiple machines, then I might go down that route. But you know, I, I do hear a lot of good things about it. So it's just like, I just don't have enough usage for it at this point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I don't understand why you're putting "use" in all these words. It only <laughs> it only the, needs to go in. It only needs to go in a few words, guy. Not not in, not in every. <laughs> I. It's the one dry oove. I cloud sir virus. <laughs> anyway, the the last thing that uh, that I've got here is there has been a lot of exploits for for some of these. Um, I don't really know what you between Flash and Java and JavaScript and and some of these other things, which are like kind of like browser add-ins that add more functionality. Uh, depending on what kind of websites you go to and, and things along those lines. Well, uh, ask.com 
if you update Java, uh, be very, very careful uh, because they seem to be adding their own uh, crowdware and uh, also trying to change your default browser. And as you go through the various screens to install it, uh, there is some confusing installation instructions, and I think that's mostly to to try to trick people into installing some of this crapware. Because let's face it, with most people, once something is installed on your computer, uh, unless it acts as as like a royal pain in the neck, uh, apathy will will pretty much keep all that stuff on there. And I think that's what they're kind of counting on. Now, do, do you use you don't use Flash, do you? In like Safari? No, I I, I basically keep Google Chrome for any Flash sites that I need. But the, it's yeah. becoming less and less. I hit Flash. The requirement for Lash for Lash the requirement for <laughs> Flash, for Flash um, is you know it's dropping like a stone. Yeah, well, I, the, the whole need for it is is dropping like a stone. I know my yeah. wife uh, the other day was like, "Well, can you can you come?" I keep getting these these messages on my computer that I need to uh, update Flash update. or install yeah. Flash and all the rest. I said, "Well, what?" Bro-? I asked her what browser she's using, and she said, "Oh, just the you know the default Safari browser." It's like, look, if there are sites that you go to on a regular basis that require that you have Flash. I said, just go to them with Chrome and yep. you know, cause Chrome, honestly, it's, it's a good browser. I like it. I, I actually keep both of them open uh, here on my desktop all the time. Uh, certain sites work really, really well with Safari better than Chrome and, and any sites that require flash or actually most of my cloud stuff I do in Chrome as compared to, you know, even, even iCloud stuff I do in Chrome. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't do it in Safari. I don't know why. It's yeah. just it's. Yeah. I, I'll only use Chrome when I need to. Yeah. Well, I, I like it. I like. It. I think it's uh, in a lot of ways it's a better browser. Though sometimes, they, I don't think they they update it quite often enough because uh, there's a lot of web comics that I read, and occasionally when I'm going to some of them, all of a sudden everything will just slow down. Slow down. down. So very, very slow. But uh, that that's why it's great to have a choice as far as browsers yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, But be very, very careful when it comes to Java and any updates for it and look through the, uh, the installation instructions as it's going through all the various uh, little windows to have diff- different things installed because if you're not careful, you'll end up with some of this crapware. So – you know, don't do it unless you really have to. Yeah, just don't do it, right? Yeah, we told you, so that's it. <laughs> yeah, because listen to us, because because we're just so smart about these things. Absolutely. <sighs> anyway, I think. Yeah, so, uh, so I think, yeah, I think that's going to do it. I mean, next week we'll probably well we're doing a different show, so the week after the, the the well the watch will be over and done with then, so we won't be talking about it at all. So cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like. Wow, Apple has a watch. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> snore. Yeah, what? When are they bringing that car out? <laughs> That's the next thing that we can obsess over for no apparent reason. Anyway, everyone, please stand by to stand by. And wow, I just pegged Garage Band like crazy right there. And we'll be right back. I see painted faces with my eyes. 
This is Private Eye Macintosh, and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance, film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called the Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and Podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's the Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? I mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louis. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store. This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men, on the My Mac Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the final section of the My Mac Podcast. Hooray, I can hear you call. Hooray, hurrah, at last. Ruh, row. You know, guess what dogs do? Uh, sometimes do they nod their head? Yep. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Wow, what a great segue that was. Well, now what I could have said was, um, for especially for people in the UK, uh, what does the Churchill dog do in the back of the car? That would have been more interesting. Except I wouldn't have gotten it. Well, I would have no, because I, I, it always leads to head nodding. Yes, yes. It's it, 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 you must you must have them those little animals and they're, they're generally a dog and they've just got a, a nodding head on them. Yeah, and you put them in the back of your car sometimes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I best get on to the tip, hadn't I? Oh, is that what we're doing here today? <laughs> well, you did just play the uh, the uh, the tune. No, oh, that's true. I did. Okay. Pro- Apple's private option in Safari, also known as the porn mode, Mm. can be used for more than just that, of course. Um, Now, we've got an iPad in our uh, household, which is used by all. And if you remember the tip I gave some while ago, where you can see the pages that you've got open on your iOS device or any other device, obviously, if you've got uh, Safari open on your Mac, you'll see those pages which are currently available uh, on the iOS device. Well, by using the private option, that stops this useful if you're buying someone a present and you don't want them to find out what you've been buying them what is going on over there i'm hearing all kinds of drawers opening and Uh, yeah i know yes mrs g came in and she was looking for something she had a bit of a stern look on her face (laughs) wouldn't disturb her yeah yeah good (laughs) idea i found I found uh, actually another use yesterday. I was on an insurance website where we've got two accounts. Basically, they're, they're uh, our car insurance. And I'd signed in for mine and got all the details for mine. And then I've got one for my wife. And I signed into that and thought, okay. And then I went back to the other page because I'd opened up a new tab. Went back to the other page and it had suddenly changed and was signed in on her account. And I thought, hang on a minute. So I opened up a new file at safari rather than just doing a new tab tried the same thing still didn't work ha ha i thought so i opened a private safari 
Ari page, and then I was able to sign in to two separate accounts. Ha ha, he said. The two sessions, you see? So I'm now nodding my head. Ah. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, that's kind of weird. I, I wonder if it realized that it was, you know, coming from the same IP address or something. Yeah, along those I think lines. It, yeah, my, something along those lines, or possibly kept in cache. And I thought, what is going on? And I, I think I've semi come across that before, but it didn't affect me, like because I needed to have the details up because I was ringing them up, and uh, so uh, I just thought, ah, I know what I'll do: private session. They won't know, or I, I know what I'll try. I thought, and it actually worked. So I thought, there's the tip. That is really cool. Uh, do you have an app pick this week? I do have an app pick this week, in, and it's on the back of all of that speed testing, hard drive uh, speed testing I was trying to attempt to do with the Blackmagic Disk Speed Test, which is free. Um, basically, I, I finally used the app and found the easy way to be able to uh, test various different areas of your hard drive or different hard drives connected to uh, your machine. Um so basically it's free if you put in Blackmagic Disk Speed Test into the Mac App Store. Uh, I got all sorts of results from 30 megabytes speed over USB 2 to a USB 3 um, con- uh, uh, container for a hard drive. Uh, it's, not a, it's a spinning disk hard drive. It's not an SSD. And then over USB 3, it was about 100 megabytes. That's which a big was pretty difference. much the yeah, but it was that's pretty much the same as the internal data doubler disk that I've got added to my machine. And, of course, my SSD runs at over 500 megabytes. Is that why you made the decision to move your, your photo yes, library yes. back over to the SSD? That's why, I'm going to move, that's why I'm going to move it back over and use the 750 gig to basically just store. I'm, I'm not going to use it as a backup for the whole drive. I'm going to use it as a backup for the photos as well as other drives, which I've got saving, um, you know, full clones of my machine elsewhere as well. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Uh, my me, app... Me? Hang on a minute. Me makes sense. <laughs> never. 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 Never, he said. Never. <laughs> Guys, you are absolutely right. See? We even... We have... We have audio evidence. I'm still listening out for a guy that is absolutely not the right thing to do. Yeah, well, that would probably be a lot easier to find than guy you're absolutely right. It's not. It's not, actually. (laughs) Because you've looked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just need to make one. (laughs) No, no, I want an official one. Oh, um, the queen saying, guy, you really shouldn't do that. (laughs) Stop. Doing that, you silly, silly man. Oh, chop off your head. <laughs> so says the queen. Uh, <laughs> my app pick this week isn't, isn't an app, but it's a service. Now, I have talked ad nauseum over the last couple of weeks about all the stuff that I'm doing with the Maltese Cube. As a matter of fact, um, I forgot to mention this at the start. Uh, between Carl and myself, we almost have the script done. And I'm hoping that by this time next weekend, the script will be complete. And then he and I will get together over Skype or or whatever, and you know, hash out some of the some of the stuff that we want to do. That's going to be a little bit different than uh, what the original story had. But 
all that aside, um, the other thing that I was trying to do, and, and this is all still kind of related to, I, I want to find out what the process is like for this story before, you know, the story that really matters, the one from my heart that I'm doing called The Old Man and the Lion, but that's a whole nother thing. So uh, I had created a, uh, it was kind of a painstaking process. I had created a hardcover version of the book through a different service, which I'm not going to mention. And it's taking them forever to send me uh, the proof of it. Even And, and the, the worst part is it's actually more expensive than the service that I'm about to mention that I've done this long drawn out thing to get around to. And it's called create space, which is uh, kind of a service provided by amazon.com. And the, the process of actually creating the book through create space as a dead tree version is really, really straightforward as compared to some of the other services I look like that, that I've looked at that I, I look like a service. They give you templates for the content and all kinds of helpful tips for uh, making covers chimps. and all the tips. Yeah. Chimps. They give you chimps. Oh, did you ever go to Lancelot link secret chip? Did you ever check that out? I didn't know. Oh, you should. That is so funny. And I don't even know why I'm breaking my tip or my app pick to mention it, but I just did. So, but it, this is all for free and the, the finished product, uh, you can sell through Amazon or even some other services. And again, it's less expensive than many of the other ones that I've uh, looked at. And no sooner had they gotten the interior content and, you know, they'd written me back a couple times going, well, this is a problem and that is a problem. Fix those, fix the problem with the cover. But once everything was done, it was like, okay, well, we recommend that you either look at this as a proof online or get the actual book itself. And I chose to get the book because I like kind of thumbing through it. And I want to see what it feels like. So they've already sent it. Yeah, and this was all yesterday. So it took them less than a day once I approved it, and they're sending me the proof. The other company they're still making it and it'll get to me eventually and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, the hell with them. I'm going to stay with create space. And, uh, I, I really kind of like what they've done. So you can check them out yourself. If you're a budding author, go to createspace.com. Everything is uh, free to set it all up. And, oh, uh, after you're done with all of that, if you want to take your completed book that you're trying to sell as a dead tree version and you want to offer it as a, uh, a, a like a Kindle ebook, a couple clicks of the button and it does that too. So very cool. cool. Sounds really good actually. Yeah. I'm kind of sorry. Well, not really because I, I wanted to also try it in the iBook store. So I still would have had to have gone all, you know, all that hassle that I went through with Apple and uh, would have still had to have done that. So Yeah. So I'll have to do that again in the future for, you know, the next book and, and anything else that I, I managed to put pen to paper on in the future. So create space. Yeah. Great, space, great uh, service. I really like it. Cool. Excellent. No people's pick this week. Aww. Oh, sad, 
Answered face. Don't think we've uh, checked iTunes out, so we need to perhaps do that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but if you'd like to do an iTunes uh, please, review, please, that please. does it does help us. It's uh, very kind of you if you could do. If you uh, done one uh, many many moons ago, you can actually go back and do another one, and uh, you might even get a second wooty if you got one first time. If you didn't get one se- first <laughs> yeah, time, that's the reason to do it a second time. That's right, because I have do, the attention span of a squirrel. Where'd he go? I'm right here. Ah, right. Um, and he, who's right there, will send you a wooty if you email us about it. And it uh, it does help us, so thank you very much. But we, we just enjoy the fact that you download the show and listen. Yeah, we do. We do. So how can people get a hold of you, Guess Easy, easy. Oh, tell easy me. Easy lemon squeezy. Uh, you can email me, gaz at mymac.com, or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G A Z M M M A Z Z Z. I like it. You can also contact. You can contact both of us at Guy and Gaz on the Twitters. G U Y N D G A Z. There's also an email that you can get get us on, which is feedback at mymac.com. Now, Guy. Yeah. If those same people thought, no, I don't want to talk to Gaz. I can't stand the man, but I love Guy. <laughs> well, of so course. I'm going to talk to him. How would they do that? Well, I can't blame them for that at all. They, all they would have to do is send me an email to guy at mymac.com, G-U-Y. You can also contact me via the, the Twitter, 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 Twitters at uh, MacParrot. <laughs> Oh boy, we had some Skype stuff going on. It came out as ee, ee, almost like an owl. Almost like an owl sound. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like that. And we also have a Skype number that you all have continued to ignore over the years. And we appreciate that fact because that means I don't have to spend more money on it. But if you want to, you can con- contact us. Con. Contact, yeah, that's right. Contact us on Skype via our Skype number, which is area code 703-436-9501. If you are calling outside of the United States, that would be one or possibly a plus one, 703-436-9501. Guy, you did a great job there. I think that's brilliant. I, I'm really impressed with you. And do you know what? I think that we're good enough. <laughs> you, you. Smart enough. Oh, you. And dog got it. People like us. You saw, you saw it ahead of time, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can do it if you want me to. No, 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 no. I'll do it. I'll do it. <clears throat> <clears throat> Ang Jimen Hindi Marin Makaruning Palabas Parasa Susonad Na Lingo Malanang Aming Ginagawa Ginagawa Ang Nozillacast Apparently Nozillacast doesn't translate Parasa Allison Habang Sia Ang Leosa New Delhi Gusto mong isipin na pagatapos 
ning pag alam para ho ning sa amin para sa well that's a saws here kaya mar mara ming mega kayan na allison ah mas mahu se na kilala filipino sorry open bracket filipino which has nothing whatsoever to do with feeding horses close bracket it's that easy and <laughs> Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Oh, you, you know, and there's one, some of this may be in the after show. There's, there's something that the, uh, the weather channel does, weather, you know, weather.com does yep. that just royally pisses me off. Now, you, you know, for, for the, uh, the, all the tropical storms and whether you're talking about hurricanes or, um, what do they call them in the, in the Pacific, uh, typhoons, whether you're talking about hurricanes or typhoons, they name them. Because, you know, these are storms that, that typically, you know, last a long time. Well, what the Weather Channel has started doing is, and it, it, they're doing it all in the road. This isn't done by the National Weather Service. This isn't done by, you know, any organization that has had anything to do with weather over the last, you know, 100 years or so. They actually start have started naming these winter storms. As they as they you know swing through uh, the United States, and it's like okay, well look out here comes here comes Winter Storm Thor, which was actually a name that they used Winter Storm Thor. Isn't that a contradiction? Why? I mean Thor, the name Thor for a Winter Storm. Yeah. Well, I mean Thor was a Norse god, and I know, but I was just being funny. Oh. Stupid boy. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I need to find. I need ah. to. Message. Message. <laughs> no, that's not. Message. 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 Oh my god. Message! <laughs> <laughs> my daughter had that as a uh... ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's like that's that's like almost you know horror horror film quality. <laughs> you you will answer this message yeah. before it becomes so annoying that it it kills you. <laughs> you think you're so special with your Captain Scarlet Owl noise? You think you're so special? <laughs> there's a um <laughs> my owl can sing anyway <laughs> what the hell is that 
Paris. <laughs> I hope you don't think that's an owl. Uh, it is an owl. this sound let's give this a test then let's see just how good audio hijack the new version is if i go application stick in application in there and then select an app and on the app i select safari uh, and then play that. yeah i hear it cool Works pretty damn quick, then, doesn't it? Was that was that from the um, that site I just sent you? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Listen to the, if the in the very first part where it says "barred owl." Listen to the screech one. Hang on, because I've got to now put an output device in headphones right now. Can I hear it? Uh, screech, screech. So I've now added the application in Safari. This is going to get, oh, this is just going to get nightmarish, isn't it? That's super. I'll tell you what, audio hijack, but we have got to get uh, Paul Cathasis on. Yeah. Oh, nicely done. This one. (laughs) Anyway, look, we can go on all (laughs) Jesus. Listen to Owls from Sunlight and the Seasons. It's all the little things. It's all the owl noises. That's right. That we can fit into one after show. Yeah. We're doomed. We are. We're so doomed. And uh, this this is a baby Don't owl. Don't panic! Don't panic! This is a baby owl just before it fell out of a tree. <laughs> That's as it fell out of yeah, a yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mother- I slapped me daft door and left him a standard there on my potty porch of my bad mansion in Bonkers Buckinghamshire. <laughs> words mate <laughs> <laughs> who is the superhero is it superman no. no is it batman no no <laughs> is it guy expects the spanish inquisition is it guy searle no 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 <laughs> oh my god I thought he was writing a song. It's that easy. Oh, man. And I kept trying to kind of space it. So when I came to like a regular English word or regular English word, like like English words are the only ones that matter. It was like, ang, no silicast. Panasa, Allison, habang. Sa, New Delhi. Awesome. Oh. 